Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and today I'd like to do one more of these podcasts on um, real estate wars that I've titled. I've done part one and part two. So if you haven't listened to those, go back and have a listen to them. And it's really about my recent or current experience about um, appointing uh, uh, agents to sell a house for a sales. And I got an email back from a gentleman um, who said he'd used a um, buyer's agent to help him find a house. Um, as he was not necessarily used to doing all the negotiating. So he was less confident at negotiating with salespeople or real estate salespeople. And um, and as you've heard in my previous one, I think real estate salespeople are, are not necessarily interested in the buyer or the seller. And, and that's being a general statement, although I do know a few real estate agents that do care about the buyers and the sellers. But on mass, I think they're more like used car salesperson um, and some may take that to be a little bit rude to them, but I think when you when you actually get to find out how their process is and what they actually do, it's not really designed to get the best price for the buyer or the seller. That's just to get a sale happening because the amount of their commission is different. And I mean, this, the, the gentleman that sent me through this email said, um, in short, um, he spent a lot of time convincing his buyer's agent what his limit was rather than the seller's agent. And the buyer's agent actually works for you to go and search for a house to find you a house that suits your needs that you've given them. So basically you're employing them to act on your behalf to go out and find you the house and in theory get you the best possible price for that house or the lowest price as a buyer. If you're employing a real estate agent to sell your house, in theory you're, you, well, you are actually employing them to get the best price for your house. So they're opposing forces. But what this gentleman found was that he was negotiating more with his eight, with his um. Um, his buyer's agent than he was with the seller's agent simply because they were, they were trying to obviously get him above his limit. And he said, I figured that neither party care about squeezing or saving those last tens of thousands of dollars in the end. They both want to sale and are trying to work out what they can get their party to pay or accept. The actual dollar difference to their commission is negligible. Totally correct. And that's what I found too. And I mean, uh, I went to an auction on the weekend of this house near the house that, uh, that I'm actually selling. It's in an exclusive suburb in Melbourne or a very a leafy suburb, as they say, in Melbourne, near all the private schools. And I thought that house should go for, you know, probably a million dollars. Oh, sorry, $3 million. I should have said that. $3 million in that leafy suburb because it's within 200 metres walk of one of the most best private schools in Melbourne and it's within three um, three minutes drive of about six others. So it's one of those sought-after areas and I thought this house was in a nice little cul-de-sac, you know, a little dead-end sort of court right at the end of it. So it's quiet. Block size was similar to the one that I have. Um, house size was similar to an older style house, but still, I still thought it should go for around that $3 million mark. Now, uh, the agents I know were talking 
at 2.8 and above. And generally what uh, agents generally do to get more people at an auction is they keep telling people a lower price. So when you sign the form to get the agent to uh, be your representative to sell your house, often they put a lower price or lower estimate on the form because under Victorian law, they've got to be within 10% of that. So so let's say if you want to sell your house for a, you know, a million dollars, they might put an 800000 so then they can quote 10% of that around that. It's the way they get around the, the system, so to speak. So these guys were saying 2.8 plus. Now, I got to the auction a few minutes late. There's only two, there was only two bidders that I could see. Um, there, there was probably 60 people there, all thinking maybe they'd get it for 2.8. Well, that was at the start of well, the, the bidding was starting around, or was around the 2.6, maybe 2.65 you know, when I started, or when I got there, and it got to just over, it got just over 2.8, um, and to me, that was detrimental to the seller, because it, it, to me, I, I, I guarantee if I walked around some of the buyers, they would have all sort of said it was worth that $3 million, or even over $3 million, like three point one million dollars for that type of house for what it was where it was all of those sorts of things so to me the the sellers didn't get the best price they got tuned to get a price that the agents knew would sell on the day so that they would get a sale because their commission between 2.8 2.9 or 3 million dollars is not a lot of money to them it's more of let's get the sale get on to the next one and it's more like a sausage factory as i've been talking about so that's the things that i'm actually seeing in them and as i said to you before uh, on the other podcast i'm happy to hear your stories about dealing with real estate and the process and everything else but the more i look into it it's it's it really is not necessarily a system designed for the people that should be designed for it's it's designed for the salespeople to as i said just turn over sales in a sausage factory so there are they are actually the whole process they're actually taking and as i said i'm being general i do know salespeople or sorry real estate agents that are totally different to that and i love to hear stories from these guys about how they think and they go and i've actually asked a couple to actually write me some blog posts for our blog of dalegillam.com so if you, if you not, haven't been to that one there go there there's none there yet at the moment from real estate agents, but I've, uh, I've actually asked three separate ones who I believe are very, very smart and understanding the market and also understanding the process for the seller and actually genuinely looking after the seller in getting them the best price. And um, I actually had lunch with one um, on the weekend and amazing the stories that she tells. And she was, uh, this lady's been doing it for more than a decade. She's saying to me that, that she got this house recently that other agents have been trying to sell for, um, I think at the time, I think she said, um, about 480 um, and they could not sell it for 480 and there was a couple of different agents that had had it um, that they, they kept telling the, the sellers that they'd only ever get 480 at maximum but they were thinking 470 460 she walked in and had a look at them and said I'd get I'll, I will get you over 500 I'll probably get you about 510 or 520 into that bracket they went with her and she had it sold within weeks and she sold it for five hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Isn't it interesting when you have the agent working for you, not for themselves? Um, in the end, she still got a commission, which is fine, but she was working for the people that actually own the house, and that's where they should be working, not just working to get a quick sale because um, they don't want to do the work and put the effort in to actually do a proper sales process. So I'll leave all those thoughts with you. Hopefully you've uh, enjoyed this podcast or the series of three podcasts I've got. As I said, if you're looking at, if you've got your own story, whether you're a real estate agent or whether you are um, somebody 
who's gone through this process yourself and have thoughts and, and comments for us. Happy to have those and talk about them on here. As I go to dalegillum.com, uh, there will be posts on that and blog posts on that. If you haven't found, found that, upfronttrader.com is also another one for people looking for short-term trading. For the people that haven't booked for my uh, for the City Index session in Melbourne, I know I've talked about that on other ones. It is on the 13th of March. It is totally free. It's a two-hour session with me on trading I think it's trading for cash flow or something like that. I think it's all trading CFDs for cash flow. I can't remember the title. Um, City Index are, uh, are putting it on at the State Library here in Melbourne. If you haven't booked, make sure you get in because we don't have too many spots left, I believe, um, from our guys. So get in book. If you don't know, just go to give us a call here. Um, 1-300-742-738, and the guys will give you the details. So I look forward to chatting with you next time on Talking Wealth. You've been listening to Dale Gillum, and I'm the Chief Analyst here. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1-300-SHARE-TRADE.